It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. Hey everyone, how you doing? It is time for the week 13 review. NFL in London, Wade and Ryan here. Uh, we are gonna go through all of the games, uh, review some of the Thanksgiving games that we watched. Uh, we watched it at Belushi's, very fun night. Uh, interesting food, very fun night, and thanks to Bet Regal for uh, sponsoring some booze. We felt really bad the next day. Yeah, definitely. It was when a, I say, when you, uh, the amount of times I've gone to bed, or the number of times I've gone to bed at like nine o'clock after Thanksgiving is almost at a hundred percent. Yeah. No, I just can't do anything after. Yeah, it's uh, it was a very rough night, but some really good games. Uh, interestingly enough, so we can go through some of those games. Some of the scores that we had already, if they're up at the top there. Where are they? I don't know where they are. Uh, oh, they're at the bottom, probably. Yeah, they're, they're at done. the bottom, the ones that have already been yeah, done. Okay. So there we go. We'll start off with Chicago Bears at uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, Chicago scores first. Looks really good. And then Detroit does a couple tricky-dicky plays, uh, including the, the bomb from their third-string whatever-his-name quarterback. Slough. Slough. And, uh, and then the targeted... Uh, onside kick where they drilled it at Chicago and recovered the ball. It was an onside kick day, Ryan. And it I was, was an with... insane onside kick day. It was hilarious. We'll get to the other ones, which yeah. is almost unbelievable. Well, you know what it, uh, the Saints will be doing in practice literally all week. Oh, yeah. It's re- it's re- pure punishment. They uh, definitely got caught on that one. But uh, I think the Chicago game, I think there's a couple things to take away. Uh, number one, Trubisky finally did have a good game. 300 yards, three touchdowns. Even, it's always funny, even like you and I and Chicago fans, where even Trubisky throws a 303 touchdown. Ah, he's still shit. Like, he's still shit. It, what, what's it going to take? What does a guy got to do to catch a How, it's, it's an average. That's what a quarterback should do. You but, should be throwing for 300 yards. And you should, we shouldn't be like, it's like a millennial. You're like, oh, he's so good. He's just done it. Yeah. No, your job, you should be exceeding expectations as yeah, a quarterback. Yeah, so 24 points isn't... I guess, no, they did. I think the bigger concern... against Detroit, uh, a third-string Detroit and who's injured. That's where the real problem is, because d- this Chicago defense is supposed to was stopping everyone's, letting third-stringers put up 20 on them, and yeah. throwing deep balls like it's a piece of cake. So my biggest... I think the Bears have a thing with Vic Fangio, obviously leaving, and replacing him with... Uh, what's his name? They used to coach the Colts... Oh, um... What's his name? Oh, anyway, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's call- morning time. Our brains are just yeah, starting. It's way too early. Anyway, bringing him in, obviously, they've taken a step back. They don't yeah. look as dominant. They're getting beaten in the passes. Kenny Galladay was killing them all day. Yeah. Bo Scarborough ran for about, I think it was like 90 yards. Uh, it's because I'm desperate and have to use him in fantasy. Yeah. Um, so, again, so this is just a Chicago team that, again, with... What's happening in the NFC with them still being, were they six and six? Six and six. So they're technically in the hunt. But there's still three games out of the wild card, which is like. That's massive when you're looking at the teams that are in there. There's only four games left. Yeah. So the chances Chicago, almost like the better, best thing Chicago could do is have a good record so they don't give, have a good draft pick they give away. No, exactly. Because the Raiders have it. So at least I think the big fear is that it was going to be a top 10 pick. That's gone. So now it's more like, let's just put it in the 20s and Oakland will maybe get someone. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, it, it was a very frustrating game. But, you know, I think that the, the set plays that Detroit set up, including uh, that onside kick, they figured, you know, we're, we've are we got third stringers. Let's just see what we can do. What can we pull together? It's actually a really good strategy for an onside kick for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you drill it off the guy, he's barely going to catch it. And that's like the smart move. Yeah. Um, if, he, if you miss him... It's just going to go, like, just bounce yeah. all the way to about the 20. So it's like, okay, well, it didn't really work, but it still was a kickoff. Yeah. So, and, and because of how difficult it's, you know, theoretically supposed to be to get an onside kick, 
surprising someone and just blasting it at them full message. Oh, yeah. It's no, also hilarious. It was I'd hilarious. love to see one just go right off the head and just up in the air. Or stuck in the helmet. That would be yes. a fun one. But, uh, they, look, I, I found it funny when it happened. Uh, Detroit, or Detroit did try to hold on, but, uh, you know, they were holding on up to the half, and, and then Chicago had to pull it back and, and score again. So Chicago next plays uh, Dallas Cowboys, which will be, you know, uh, an interesting one for both teams. We'll move on to that game now. Ryan's Buffalo Bills, 9-3, 26-15 win over the hapless Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones was crying in the locker room afterwards. We made Jerry Jones cry. That is, to me, that is my Super Bowl. Jerry Jones is a monster. He shouldn't even be. I hate Jerry Jones with everything because he thinks, like, the problem with Jerry Jones is He's this businessman who also thinks he's an NFL man. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't be an oil man and the GM of a football team, right? That is that is the definition of ego. Someone whose ego is so big that I'll just give everyone, I'm best friends with all my players, I'm this. You gotta separate. This is why Dallas is never gonna win a Super Bowl until that man is dead. Because oh. he gets too involved in the, in the sport. He's too emotionally attached to these players. Gives them whatever they want. Yeah. And then doesn't know, because he's already given up like five contracts this year he's got to also give Dak he's got a Amari Cooper Amari Cooper's gone yeah like, there's no way they can sign Amari Cooper and if they do Dallas is in cap hell for about five six years um I think this was more this game everyone's talking it was funny because I watch all the the ESPN talking heads nonsense now one subject was hey the Bills did well it was, yeah hey how did Dallas lose this no, exactly. Dallas out. yeah it's like, no. you know what this self-anointed America's team, the most hated team. So if that's how you decide America's team, fine. Yeah. Um, I think this was a coming out party for Josh Allen. He was fantastic this game. Everyone said his whole thing, guy can't throw for 50% completions. 80% completion today. National stage. Yeah. Whooped Dallas. And all these armchair nerds with their stats about being like all the analytics guys saying this guy can't play in the NFL. You can't put... Analytics on hearts, Wade. You can't. And that's what the Bills have. The Bills are a team. And that's what... They're not the most talented team in the NFL. They're not the flashiest. But they're a team. They play for each other. And they're not a bunch of egos. And that's the message that people should be talking about. That this is Buffalo team is... Finally did something. They beat a team on national and... They deserved it. I think I think they've been woefully, woefully underdressed in the in this whole season. And you're right. They're they're a team from basically New York State. You know, they're they're right near Canada, and they don't get a lot of attention. They and they're always it. playing one o'clock games. They're always shadowed by the Patriots. They're always shadowed by. It. But when you've got a nine and three record, people have to address the fact that you're beating good teams. And Dallas can't be good teams. Well, and Dallas, Dallas team, is such a good team. Their roster is loaded. They have terrible coaching. And yeah. the fact that it's all Jason Garrett. And Jason Garrett's been a coach for 10 years. He's done nothing. You know who else did that? Marvin Lewis. Yeah. Right? No one's talking. But because it's Dallas and because Jerry Jones, his ego is so big that he can't admit that he's made a mistake for 10 years and wasting all these talents. And he's just going to throw. And who would want to be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. No. So you have this guy who's always just on your ass. Like It's like having Trump as yeah. your... Uh, well, pretty you know, much, yeah. You don't hear... I'll say one thing. You don't hear Robert Kraft getting involved like this all the time. You no. know, it's never like, oh, Robert Kraft doesn't have 40-minute press conferences after every single game. Yeah, 28 minutes he spoke for after this one. And, it's just and like, then cried in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. There's no crying in football, Jerry. I love it. 
I love that we made him cry. That to yeah. me is the best thing ever. It's just go grow up. Speaking of crying, <laughs> let's move on to a game that made a lot of people cry. Uh, probably Matt Ryan when he took a shove oh, to the ground. God, I love watching that he one. He got no. absolutely killed this game. Uh, New Orleans Saints, uh, which we thought they would win. Uh, they won 26-18. Uh, By the way, I want to touch back like quickly on that Bears-Lions game. Turns out, I mean, the, the line had switched to five and a half, but I got it at three. So I won, all my, I won some of my bets across at three. No, you didn't. We I were did. talking about this. You said you lost this game. You can't come on the podcast and be like, now I've my... won. I don't care. All I'm saying is we had this long conversation, and it always happens know, yeah. on the podcast. It always happens. We talk about a game. You're like, oh, I lost. The hit play I on did. the podcast. All yeah. of a sudden, you won again. That's all I'm saying. On what? Let me see. Three and a half? What was the score? Ah, four. That's hilarious. What did I get at? Five and a half? Is yeah. that on what? Which so this was this was on the Yahoo and the one that I picked it up. I picked the odds early and it was at three points. And then oh, but that's just Yahoo. Okay, I thought you said no. You bet on my that. other my other betting ones as well. Like oh, okay, that's well. not what we're talking about then. Well, anyway, but you always got to bring in well, how you won. I'm even three and zero. Oh. I'm three and zero. Oh. I'm three and zero oh at Thanksgiving. That's all that matters, right? Three and zero. Oh. So you see all that? Three and zero. Oh. That's three and zero. Oh. That's three wins, zero losses. Well, you didn't win your ticket, and that's what you told me. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's always a change when you get on the podcast. You miraculously win sometimes. No, I'm showing you my when picks. we have a conversation that you lost. Well, we. That's all I'm saying. The line we did this at. The line we did it at was three points. So technically, you won and I won. There we go. Fine. That but all I'm saying is it's it's happened a few times where no, you tell no. me we have a long conversation about how it's bullshit that we lost our bets. You hit play, all of a sudden you won your bets. That's no, all I'm you, saying. I go through the math and you don't believe it, and then I show you factually the pay. The, no, the all thing. I'm saying is we have conversations. Yeah. And you tell me you lose, and then all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, you won. No. That's all I'm saying. I think you, look, I keep it all down in records, and this is a record, and this one is also a record. <laughs> all I right, let's get off this nonsense. You just want to come back to the Bears. Let's Saints, go to the Saints. Saints, Saints Falcons. Uh, look, uh, they look really good in this one. Uh, Falcons were able to just. Meyer and muddle well, through and get some stuff going. This the game onside wasn't even kicks, as close as it. It wasn't as close as it was, and I mean they came back through the end. The onside kicks were, as we said earlier, something that they were a work of art. They were great. Honest, they were they so. Were, it reminded me of Europeans kicking. Yeah, I think every single kicker in the NFL should f- watch how he did that. Like he was getting those beautiful bounces. Like, yeah, you couldn't even get. I, 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 there were two of. The most perfect onside kicks I've ever seen, especially that second one oh, yeah. that took that nice jump over the guy, and then he just literally caught it. It was beautiful. I, and for especially how NFL almost kind of needed that because people have been bitching about the onside rule because yeah. it's like it's like, it's gone. It went from like twenty percent um, when they changed the rule before it was like twenty percent. It went down to like four. Yeah, and. When you're a team that's losing and you need an onside kick, when the percentages are four, yeah. you don't feel good no, about it. No, you don't feel good about anything like that. But this was a good game for the Saints. It was a big victory for them. Kamara uh, looking good. Michael Thomas looking good. Well, Michael Thomas always looks good. I think uh, the other thing is Cameron Jordan. Uh, or, or Jordan Taysom Hill was also looking Cameron good, Cameron Jordan Taysom. had four sacks. Uh, yeah. you know, he's a fantastic defensive player. He doesn't get a lot of the... The, the kudos that um, like, no, but like, he put a lot of pressure on it, and like their offensive Aaron line Donald, sucks. like he doesn't get the 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 things like Aaron Donald gets and the JJ Watts, but Kevin Jordan's just as good as any of those, and just showing it. So yeah, yeah they're good on the Saints. They needed this win. They clinched the division. Yeah, already, already, and so, it's all good for them. And as I said, that Taysom Hill, the way that they used him, that. Everyone's yeah. gonna be scared of this now because if they start mixing it up with him, I think you're gonna see some really. He looks interesting like though, Taysom Hill looks like they they have a punter that's able to play football. Yeah, he's, it's like he, they got this guy and then all of a sudden, boom! 
He can do it all. So let's move on to some of our predictions now. We're going to go into the Sunday games. Talk about some of the big Sunday games. Let's start with a stinker. Uh, Washington. Uh, we've got the Redskins who won a game. Dwayne Haskins uh, obviously missed the, the, yeah. missed the last chance because he got a picture taken. Um, and but, yeah, for your first victory, you want to kneel it down and take the ball and run off the field victorious. And this idiot's taking selfies. You know what? This is the problem with the selfies. Generation. Yeah, the generation <laughs> this of is gonna them be all old man yeah. shaking my back fist. In my day, they back in my days. Back in my days. I swear to God, though, I fucking hate selfies with yeah. passion. Like I very rarely take them. Uh, if if I'm ever in them, it's usually my wife who's taking them. It's because I don't have long arms too. Yeah, so it's, it's also like, it just look like a wiener doing it. You it's know? just like you know what? Grow up, um, Dwayne Haskins. You know what? That's an embarrassment. Embarrassment, what that you're a professional football player. How about you go celebrate with your teammates yeah. instead of some random guy who's gonna get you 20 likes? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just it just shows you where the priority is in some play. And like I know Dwayne Hassan, and especially for someone who's been playing so terribly, yeah, who does not have any confidence that if I'm Washington, I have a top three pick. Am I really gonna stick with Dwayne Hassan? Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's gonna go the Josh Rosen route. Um, I think no one's seeing anything in him that uh, that, that provides any sort of confidence. And you beat a crappy team. You have your first victory, probably your only one you're going to have the rest of the year, and you blow it by taking selfies. You look yeah. like an idiot. It does and look like an idiot. So now they're facing a Carolina Panthers team with Kyle Allen uh, in, in a team that's, you know, also finding their own struggles themselves. Okay. Is this going to be DJ Moore's coming into himself, Christian McCaffrey's coming into himself, but are they going to be motivated? No, that's is, what I wonder. Are this, they going to be motivated to play really well when, you, when it all fell apart last week, they know that they're out of the playoffs now. So what, what's, what's the motivation for Carolina? Well, I, Ten points is a lot of points. Well, the only motivation is to stay, save uh, Ron Rivera's job, I think. Like, because the last year, I think they were 6-2 and two mm-hmm. at one point and finished like 7-9 and nine or 8-8. Eight and eight. So they completely blew it. They did it again. This year, they were doing really well. All the talk about Kyle Allen being the potentially, you know, we're going to get rid of Cam trading yeah, to sure. Chicago. None of, no one's talking about that. No anymore. one ever talks about that. Now anymore. it's, hey, Cam's coming back. Yeah. And he's going to try and fix this team because I'm not going forward with Kyle Allen. Again, this is just, they, they just don't have a defense, Carolina. They don't have any scary defense, I think. They can stop the run, pretty much. That's about it. They're very good at stopping the run. They've shut down some of the run, but their deep ball and their secondary and, can torture. And I just don't feel good. Like, Kyle Allen and, yeah, DJ Moore had a good game last week. But, yeah. again... Unless it's the Christian McCaffrey show, that's pretty much the, all their offense. Um, Kyle Allen's been fine, but again, he doesn't aspire. No one's sitting buying Kyle Allen jerseys, I'll tell you that, in no. Carolina. So. Well, only to burn them. I think they'll win. Uh, I think Carolina, just because it's a bounce-back game, 10. It's hard for you to beat, them, beat anyone by 10. But I am going to say they're going to do it because I've lost. I have zero faith yeah. in Washington. Um, which also screwed me because I, I had a strategy for the last couple of weeks in my bets, and it was bet against Washington at all costs. Mm-hmm. And it actually blew me. It, it ruined me this time. I bet with them last week. But uh, I would never bet. I'm never going to bet Washington for the rest yeah. of the season. They're one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life, even worse than Miami. Um, and I'm going to go with Carolina to win 31-10. Uh, 31-10. to 10. Yeah, I got this one 30-18. Uh, I think that they'll be able to get some Christian McCaffrey scores going. Uh, in terms of, you know, you probably use McLaurin. They might be able to burn the Panthers in the deep ball, which is, I think is what they'll probably be looking to do. Uh, but again, this is not going to be a huge game to watch. It's going to be kind of sad. It'll be on red zone, as will our next game, the New York Jets. Yeah. J-E-T-S, flying high, facing the Cincinnati Bengals, who were almost able to choke down another team, but still have not won a game. They're three-and-a-half-point underdogs in a game that has 41 points over-under in this one. I like one. that. I like that three-and-a-half uh, for the Jets. Just because Jets, offensively, have been playing really well. I think they've gotten 
34 points the last three games in a row now. Yeah. Because um, Adam Gase is obviously an offensive genius uh, because of all these amazing games he's playing against teams like Miami and yeah, oh, Washington. Yeah, so he's just such a genius. So he's going to probably do it again in Cincinnati, which is fine because it just means Adam Gase is your coach for another year. And yeah. it just means that Jets are going to go nowhere for another year. Uh, they're going to beat the Bengals. I think Sam Darnold's looked better. Um, maybe, hopefully, he. Uh, they're saying Andy Dalton is going to come after back. Having that threesome that didn't uh, get a yeah exactly a it didn't, didn't get more mono mono yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah mono okay. I don't understand where it comes from it's come back with a vengeance yeah. uh, Jets three mono with a vengeance um, I think they're just again the better team Cincinnati do you have any faith in them just just wanted to say Cincinnati. Just say AJ Green's not playing this year, okay? Yeah. Because I'm so tired of this. Oh, is that he's practicing? Oh, his yeah. ankle flared up. Just put him out. Put him yeah. out like a dog. Take him out back. Just shoot him because well, right? he's like, clearly yeah. not playing for you ever again. No. And why would he come back and risk injury? If no, I'm exactly. AJ Green, I'm sitting out. I'm a free agent next year. I can go probably go to the Patriots because what's almost inevitably going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and then he's going to put up. 2,000 yards and 14 touchdowns. If Tom Brady can throw that. So, but I'm going to go with the Jets. I just think offensively, who's going to pick Cincinnati, really? Oh. Uh, I, I think offensively, they just got more weapons. They're going to stop the run. And the running is the only thing Cincinnati can do. Uh, yeah. But the only thing is they're going back to the to Dalton. That's the same, So, yeah. uh, Maybe Andy Dalton's going to come back angry. Angry. Fiery red, fiery I'd ginger. I'd love a Cincinnati upset. But yeah. I'm going to go Jets 24-21. Uh, 24-20 just to beat this red. Yeah, I actually have Cincinnati covering the spread. I've got this 20 to 17. I think Andy Dalton could put up some points in this one. It's going to be an ugly affair. And I think also the Jets might be looking past these guys. You know, Cincinnati hasn't won a game. Jets have a bit of motivation. But Cincinnati thinks if we can beat one team, this could be the team. And, and they may not beat them. But I don't think I think they're going to cover that spread. So I think that three and a half points, I've got it as a three-point game. So I have the je- the Bengals to cover this and one. And the Dalton's hair will be even redder oh, from all that be, rage. It'll be red. All it'll be rage. full of red. But it's also Christmas time, so he's got his charity. We've got next Tennessee Titans, Indianapolis Colts, and which should be a very interesting game. The Colts, two-point favorites. These guys hate each other. This is going to be a rivalry. But Tennessee has been firing Derrick Henry. Had a great game last week. And Ryan Tannehill has started to come into his own and start building up uh, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of rapport and also building it's up a, 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 a lot of interest from people and from his team. So this will be an interesting one. Um, but will they be able to do it together? And will T.Y. Hilton be able to find it? Um, how will Indianapolis uh, be able to put this one together? It's a really tough game. It's going to be a good game Indy, to watch. It is always one of those teams that, you know, yeah, Jonathan Williams came in. Uh, he's been playing well for Marlon Mack. But it's just, it's just Brissett. Brissett just doesn't, he just looks slow out there. He looks like he's still kind of hurt. He's not moving well. Um, and just in, and Tennessee is just looking really good. With Ryan Tannehill, every week they're playing strong. They got a good defense. They can move the ball. They got Derrick Henry, who has two hundred yards at least twice a year. And then, yeah. So maybe this week, does it, he, he? The problem with Derrick Henry is he never is never consistent. So he'll have like twelve hundred yards, but six hundred of them will come in three games. Yeah. And then he'll get like thirty yards in six games. So it's really frustrating. But I just think Tennessee's a stronger team. The better coach. They're on fire. Tannehill's got this team believing in them. And I just think right now, they're j- I'm going to go with the hotter team right now. Yeah. Indianapolis just looks like a team that's going to stumble to the to the finish line. I just I thought they were strong. They looked good at the beginning. But right now, I'm going to go Tennessee uh, to win this 20-17. to 17. Close one, though. 20-17. I, I actually have this one. Uh, I actually think that the Colts will be motivated in this one. Uh, and they're going to be at home. Um, I think Tennessee, you know, they've got a pretty good defense on them, uh, Indianapolis, and a pretty good offensive line. And I think that they'll be motivated in this one. So I actually have this one, Indianapolis winning at 28-20. to 20. 
uh, with cover easily covering the spread, and Tennessee is going to face a division rival who is ready for them. Now here's a big game. Ooh. This one's on Sky. I think we're all looking for this one. The Super Bowl of games this week. San Francisco 49ers visiting the hot Baltimore Ravens. Uh, three losses between both these teams. Six-point favorites, uh, Baltimore is. That one's jumped up a bit from four earlier. Four, then four and a half, then six. Uh, that's and a really strong 46 line. and a half points is the over under in this one that's a crazy line if you think about it like a 10 and 1 team with that defense being yeah. a 6 point underdog on the road like that is it's saying something I guess about Lamar Jackson and what well, he's going to do well I think this is a I think uh San Francisco has had trouble with scrambling quarterbacks like Russell Wilson's the only team the one yeah. that beat them and I think um, again there's Quarterbacks that stay in the pocket, they can just swarm them and collapse the pocket. Yeah. The problem with a guy like Omar, he can get out of that so fast. And then do you have the linebackers? Because they have the front four, but then the linebackers are the one that have to deal with Well, they're, they're missing their center, too, which is going to be a very big thing for Baltimore. I think when you miss your center and you're bringing a replacement center, that's someone who's not used to playing... This could be a very uh, negative effect for, for Baltimore in this one. It could be. I, I'm going to still pick Baltimore to win... This just because I think they're the team who's just so hot right now, and they just have all this momentum. I think I think they're gonna come out hot, but then San Francisco will adjust um, with their MMA fighter defensive coordinator who's yeah. like doing push-ups on the sideline yeah. every time they get a sack. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Baltimore just because Lamar's on fire. How could you bet against them right now? And I'm gonna say. San Francisco still, even though they're ten and one, and they, they they got that defense. I think Lamar is just too on fire, and he's gonna have a good game. So I'm gonna go that. Uh, 24 to 17. I'm going to say just cover it. 24-17, just covering it. I've got this a, a high-scoring game, a really high-flying game. I've got Baltimore winning it by only two points, though. I've got them to win 30-28. to 28. So I do think San Francisco is going to cover this one. Uh, I think the big thing that's going to be the issue is losing their center, uh, Matt Skura. You know, this it's not is a game I would bet on, though. It's, it's, because I want to enjoy it. and I, I want to enjoy this. I don't know, because I could easily also see San Francisco winning. So. I could easily as well. You know, when, you see, when you see with the beatdown they've thrown on some other teams, uh, particularly that Packers game when the Packers just looked absolutely lost in that one. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a great game to watch. It is on Sky, so if you do have Game Pass, uh, it'll be very difficult to Red watch. Zone. Red Zone. Red Zone. You can watch it on Red Zone, but there's, it is a full slate of games because we do not have any uh, bye weeks anymore. So uh, this will be a big one. <clears throat> Another divisional rivalry coming up in this one. Jameis Winston, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, against their Florida rivals, uh, basically only a few-hour drive up to Jacksonville, uh, where the Jaguars uh, are still struggling uh, with trying to put things together. Nick Foles, yeah, Shrunga Dick Nick, uh, two-and-a-half-point favorites for the Bucks in this one. Jacksonville, uh, there's 48 points in the over-under. This is going to be an interesting game because it's a divisional game. How well, not divisional. It's a uh, state game. State game. State game. Derby, as yes. it's called uh, in Britain. Um, again, I think Jacksonville's done, right? Yeah. Like, if I'm going to go with like, Tampa Bay, who can just put up so many points uh, with so many weapons, going against a team that Jacksonville, it just looks like they've given up. I think Jacksonville's clearing house. You know, They've traded away all their, some of their best players. Nick Foles, and you know the head coach is done. Yeah. Even Tom Coughlin might be gone. You know, Sean Conn might just clean house. And, you know, having that... Because everyone said when they brought in Tom Coughlin, you know, bringing in this general, you know. Yeah. Like, like they're bringing in Patton or something. It's going to, you know, get this team right. And then just put this old curmudgeon yeah. who can't talk to young players. So there's no way to even have a relationship No, he was moving to them. Florida anyway to retire. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly, yeah. right? So I'm going to go with clearly who has the better offense, who has the better coach. 
uh, and that is that is Tampa Bay. And you know what? James Winston is at least fun to watch. Say yeah. what you want about him. I think he's even if I think Tampa Bay might keep him. To be honest with you, I think even though he's a turnover machine, uh, he puts up points and he puts up offense. And unless you're going to get a, like a, a rookie that's going to Bruce Arians wants to stay around and groom, mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I just going to go with the better team. I think Tampa Bay is the better team. They've just had a lot of rough games. Uh, they're going to win uh, thirty to twenty. 30-20, yeah. I, I, you know, when you've got Godwin who's been playing just on Lights fire, out. Jameis, and then you've got Ronald Jones who hasn't been used as well as he should have been, I think, and should could be. But I think they're going to have a good game. I've got Tampa Bay winning this one 26-20. Uh, basically just uh, uh, the over-under, just sort of just on the little bit of the under. Um, but because it is in Jacksonville, and we'll see if the weather's going to be incremental crap. Uh, but yeah, t- Jacksonville's given up. It's all done for them. Uh, we move on to another team who hasn't given up, but uh, maybe should. Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, no face- way. They're still in it now. Still in it. Still in it. Well, because of Dallas, yeah. right? So they're facing the Miami Dolphins uh, at home, and we all know how difficult, uh, dangerous Miami can be at home. Uh, Philadelphia is favored by 10 That's in this insane. one. You know what? I really like this 45 bet. points is the over-under in it. I like this bet for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's in Miami. And do you really believe, number two, do you really believe that Philly can beat anyone by 10? They have literally no offense. Uh, their receivers are decimated. Alshon Jeffrey looks like an old man running out there, even when he is playing. So he's not dangerous. They don't use Zach Ertz like they did before. Um, him and Wentz just looks off. Like mm-hmm. the whole year, their defense is still strong, but not... Unstoppable. And, you know, Fitz, Fitz can do his stuff. I think Fitz is going to keep this close. Uh, but I still think Philly will win just because uh, they know they need to win this because of what's happening with Dallas. So I'm going to go with Philly to win this 20-14. to 20-14. to 14. Yeah. <clears throat> to me, this is a statement game for Philadelphia. Look, they have to win this now. Now that he said, they know that they're in the hunt. They know that they have chances. And so what they need to do is really win and put a beat down on Miami. And I think they're going to do that. I've got this one 30-16. Uh, to 16. I think Philadelphia is going to come out firing. They know they have to win this. And the best way to do this is a statement game against one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. So I've got Philadelphia in this one. The only problem that they might have is that they party too hard on the night before. <laughs> Let's no. move into another 6 o'clock game. Hold on one second. We just And we're back on that one. Just uh, an interruption from a little child. Uh, my child, though. Okay, here we go. It's the Green Bay Packers and the New York Giants. And yeah, it's a bit surprising. The Packers only favored by six and a half. I think, you know, yeah. when you look at it from last week, you know, the Giants, you know, the game against Chicago, uh, Daniel Dimes. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be a bit shell-shocked after that beating they took. Oh, he's angry. Uh, he's angry. This is a good time. This is a good time to pick Green Bay. I'm definitely betting this one. Six yeah. and a half, absolutely. Against the G-Men, who can't stop anyone, especially that beatdown in that offensive performance they put on last week does, yeah. is not going to sit well with Aaron Rodgers. So the fact that they're only six and a half, I think a touchdown, they can easily win this by. I think they need to go back to Aaron Jones, yeah. get him going, because that's when they're, they're at their best. Um, Giants don't have much of a pass rush, unlike San Francisco, so Rodgers going to have a bit more time. He's just going to work it, and he's going to have one of his best games, because I need him to in fantasy, because I am on the brink of elimination. So I need a big Rodgers game, and I think it's going to show up this week. Giant, Giants are done. Pat Shermer's done. This whole team has basically shut him down for the rest of the year. Um, top five pick again for the G-Men, and nothing's going to change because no. they're probably going to blow that again. Get another QB. Yeah, no, I think they're going to stick with Danny Dimes, but they have to. They have no choice. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go with Green Bay to easily win this. I think it's going to be a bit of a blowout. I'm going to say it's going to be like 35-17. to 17. Uh, Yeah, I have 28-17. to 17. I agree with you on this one. Look, Saquon Barkley, what's going on, dude? Is he injured? I, I don't yeah. understand why he's not... 
He doesn't seem to run with the ferocity he had. He doesn't seem to, to have the same kind of moves, the same intensity, the same aggressiveness. He just seems to be either hurt or just just something's wrong yeah. in the kitchen. He's not. He doesn't seem to be firing. And you know what? This is these would be games where you know Green Bay has had trouble with stopping the run. So you could just have someone. You know this. If this is the game that Giants do, this should be the game where it should be the Saquon show. Should but be, but it should be. But I the Packers don't. are going to come out angry. They know, especially after you know when you actually see what the playoffs look like, and a big bag team lays a big bad beating yeah. on you. You know you got to clean house and fix things up. So I have this one and this, twenty, and especially with Minnesota being so close, yeah, and uh, that fighting for that division, this is an absolute must win. Yeah. You've got to take care of business on the crappy teams. So the speaking of crappy teams, a it's two teams that don't like each other oh. and are playing each other again. That's right, it's another divisional matchup: the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, how we remember this game a few weeks yeah, ago, Helmet Gate. Um, but this time it's in Pittsburgh. And Mason Rudolph's and benched. Mason Rudolph is benched, and uh, Duck Hodges has been quickly cleaning out all his social media accounts to get rid of. There's going to be so many like anno- oh. annoying uh, duck call things probably in the stadium. It's just going to be annoying. It's going to be like the, the Vuvuzela all uh, over again. But it's it's going to be, be, like, be an noises. annoying game. Uh, but this is going to be a game Pittsburgh's got to be motivated in this one, obviously, because Ooh. you know what's happened in the last time. So this is going to be an interesting one, especially with Cleveland favored by two. It's a weird one because for a couple of reasons, Pittsburgh, I think, right now has the sixth playoff spot, which I have yeah. no idea how. Cleveland's still in it. Cleveland's got an eat cakewalk of a schedule the rest of the way. Uh, the problem is they got off to a really good start, but then they let Miami get back into it. Miami was only down like 11 at one point, and yeah. then a couple of turnovers happened. I think in Pittsburgh, it's going to be a real tough environment. That Pittsburgh defense is awesome. Uh, the only problem is they got no offense. Juju's out. Connor's probably out. You got Duck Hodges and James Washington. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. If, if I'm going to go with the team, I'm going to go with Odell and Jarvis Landry, who's been awesome lately. So I'm going to go with Cleveland to keep their hot streak going, keep their playoff streak alive. Um, because I actually would like Pittsburgh to win. But I'm going to say Cleveland's going to do it, but just. Because they're just not a team that can bury teams. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's going to be very close, uh, 24-21. So I have it the other way, actually. I've got uh, I got Pittsburgh winning this one. I think Pittsburgh's going to be motivated. They're at home. You know, the, you start to hear the press that's been going on and the local Pittsburgh media who have been... You well, know, they pay, have to be under- basically they should very be understandable. Yeah, but like, it's just it's an anger, and I think is- this is this is such a motivating one. This is going to be an ugly game. The refs are going to be on it, but I got Pittsburgh to win this one. They're at home. I got Pittsburgh to win twenty four to twenty in a nice little upset and a nice little victory. Moving on to our nine o'clock games here, or four o'clock in America. Go to our first one. There's some ugly ones in this sort of. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, no. There's um, three three ugly issues. No, games. Kansas City, Oakland will be. Yeah, good. we'll see. Rams versus Cardinals, first one off off the get-go. Uh, Rams are, it looked like they've been kicked in the stomach a few times. Uh, Vegas is like, I give up on uh, this one, right? They're, Not uh, and Arizona has been playing sort of motivated football. Now, there's no line available on this one. There's too many injuries to figure it out. I feel like that's a cop-out that Vegas shouldn't be able to do that. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be able to take their ball and just go. Like uh, this thing of like, oh, no, we're not letting you bet on this. It's like, Well, they, just don't, they don't know yet. They don't know how to create the law. No, no, it. it's cowardice. It's cowardice, the Vegas saying like, oh, well, we're just not going to let people bet on this because we think we're going to lose. So well, yeah, I just know. feel like you shouldn't be able to do that, Vegas. If yeah. you can steal my money, I should be able to steal yours every now and then. So. Well, it's the odds makers. It all depends. You know, there's so many odds makers out there. They're if you cowards. don't like you go and find there's like bet profit, you can go make your own odds. Jimmy the Greek. But you've got the Rams. Jimmy the Greek would never do this. No, I don't know if we, that's true. No one wants to do Jimmy the Greek. <laughs> The original line of this one was three points. Uh, so there are some injuries that we're waiting to To hear. be honest with you, I would never bet this game anyway because I'd have no idea. Like, the Rams are 
I'm really worried about the Rams for their long term uh, because what's going to happen with Jalen Ramsey? They have no off. Like, you gave like. Um, Goff this $35 million a year mm-hmm. hasn't thrown a touchdown in like five weeks yeah. and this is Sean McVay's no longer the genius when was the last time anyone even mentioned Sean McVay's name you couldn't go 10 minutes last year without hearing somebody stroking off Sean now McVay now they talk about his girlfriend that's it hey you yeah. seen Sean McVay's girlfriend and Apparently she's probably she's on the verge him. to dumping him right <laughs> exactly. she's probably like you know you what you must win or I drop you I need more yeah. I need more offense right yeah. you're, just, you're just getting stuck in the red zone all the time um, there's but, no line in this one I, look I'm going to I'm going to go there Arizona. To I've answer, got Arizona not, to win this I one, 20 no, to 17. I think I think Kyler Murray looks good. I, I think it's in Arizona, and uh, the Rams are done. Like, yeah. They're done. I'm done with them. So I'm going to go Arizona to win uh, 27 to 20. 27-20, yeah. I've got a 21-17 for uh, Arizona in this one. It should be an, an interesting game, at least, to watch as well. Kyler Murray is going to be running around, but this should be a fun, interesting game to watch. Now we move to the other one. I believe this is a Sky game as well. Yeah. Nine o'clock game. Oakland Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs. Oakland, um, you know, after that beating, beating from the Jets. Humbling. And, you know, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs who, you know, have had some problems of their own. Um, you know, trying to trying to get some wins together here. Um, you've got them at seven and four, uh, which is something I think that's a bit of a struggle. So Mahomes is really gonna have to put some put some lights out here in. The Raiders are basically going to have to use Josh Jacobs, you know, because that's one thing Kansas City cannot stop as a good Yeah, run. and that's probably why they, they they were down so so much so fast early yeah. that they couldn't use Josh Jacobs, and that's that's their team. Their team is a running yeah. team that uses that to get guys like Waller open and Tyrell Williams, and if they can't get the running game going... you got to rely only they, on your passing. And yeah, they just have no, no, no one who can stretch the field. They have no speed. So they're, they're a very, like, controlled... In a way, sort of boring team to yeah. watch. In a, unfortunately, unless you're a Raiders fan, you probably think it's exciting. But I think Kansas City. This is a big game. Coming Ten off, points coming for, off a bye. Yeah. Uh, they need to kind of get their mojo back. I think the 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 it's all about Baltimore now, where Kansas yeah. City was the 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 hot favorite. Uh, you got Tyreek Hill, who's still battling injuries. I don't know if he's going to be fully healthy, but I think Kansas City in Kansas City. What? Oakland plays them tough, though. Oakland yeah. does play them tough. So they I'm going to say Oakland's going to cover. I'm going to say it's going to be a 30 to 20. They're going to push. Push. You're going to push. push. Uh, I think they'll play them tough, but at the end of the day, Kansas City really needs to distance themselves here. They really need to show that they have something here on the AFC. I got to win this 34 to 20, uh, a bit of a beatdown. I think what I'm going to, what's going to happen is, is that the, the Chiefs are going to score really quick and really fast, and then it's going to force the Oakland Raiders to play catch-up. They're going to find some things. But it, the problem is that the Chiefs will probably put up a big gap, and then the you know the, they'll just Oakland's going to spend the rest of the game just hacking away at it. Thirty-four to twenty. Uh, the next game, another divisional one: Chargers, Denver Broncos. Um, sorry, yeah, uh, Chargers three-point favorites in this one. Denver Broncos total thirty-eight and a half points. Denver Broncos. You know, sometimes they play really well with the defense. Um, not last looked, week against Buffalo, they got completely. No, lost. not last week against Buffalo. But it also, it's going to be, is uh, Drew Locke going to come in? Is Brandon Allen going to be benched? Are we going to put Drew, Al- Drew Locke in there and see what he's like in this? It is at home. Uh, the Chargers still trying to figure out what's going on with their game. Yeah, um, I don't know. You what's... know, there's a lot of inconsistency going on here. When you have a team now, it's four and seven. Um, you know, they're pretty much almost out of it. Yeah, pretty I think, much. I think they'll win this week to keep themselves alive. I just think Brandon, I'm going to go with Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than Brandon Allen. Um, I think they, the Bills showed that you can run on uh, Denver. So I think you're going to see a lot of Melvin Gordon. He's probably going to have a big game uh, for Daly. He could be a good guy to pick. Yeah. Um, but right now, I just think, yeah, if Drew Locke comes in, I think you got to give him a shot. 
at what he's going to look like. Do it at a home game, you know, with a little bit of support. Don't do like some teams yeah. do, put him on the road and just going to get murdered out there. But I think Chargers just are desperate. They are a good team. They got Ingram and Bosa who are going to make it life hell for Brandon Allen. So I'm going to go with the Chargers to win this um, 24 to 13. 24-13. All right, well, I've got Denver to cover this one. It is only a three-point spread, but I've got it to be 21-19. I just think Denver is being at home, and the Chargers still haven't figured out. It's hard out to get 19 points. It is hard to get 19 <laughs> points, but it does But happen. then again, you know what? There's actually a lot of missed extra points, so it's probably a lot easier. It does, than yeah. Than there is a lot of, yeah, especially with the uh, the kickers that the, that's been going on. Look, they haven't used the Eckler well. I think there's a lot of guys that are being underused on that Chargers team. Uh, with this game, you know, Denver does play well at home. The defense is going to be swarming. Uh, Philip Rivers is going to have a lot of trouble, I think, in this one. Uh, so, but I've got this one, 21-19. Now we move on to the next one. Uh, it is the late game, uh, 1-20 game. Uh, the New England Patriots visiting the Houston Texans. Now, once again, another week in a row, before it was like mumps or something going through the Patriots, they say that there are 17 guys on the Patriots team that are sick. Uh, here's the excuse train coming well, into the station. Go, yeah, well, we're sick. We don't know you what happened. Even though that is the case, I'm still going to pick the Patriots because I will not ever pick Bill O'Brien to beat Bill Belichick yeah. in any sort of situation. Um, I think I'm do- I'm kind of done with Houston. Um, I'm just sick of this. They got all the weapons. They got everything they need, and they just can't get it done. They're completely not dependable. New England knows Houston. They know what they're going to do. They they can they got the best um, secondary in the NFL. So Stephon Gilmore is going to be on Hopkins all day. So it's going to be a lot of a Will Fuller at a big game last week. Uh, but again, I just don't think they can stop it. I think Brady in a dome will move it. Um, Houston without JJ Watt isn't going to get the pressure on Brady. That's what's been stopping them. So I actually think Brady's probably going to have one of his best games of the year this week. I think it's going to be a cakewalk for the Patriots. I have zero faith in Houston, and I'm probably just saying this just because I hope Houston will win. So I'm going to yeah. put all my faith in Patriots. So uh, and I'm going to Patriots win uh, 28 to 20. Pretty close to mine, Ryan. I've got it 26 to 18. Uh, again, so eight points. Eight points, but uh, yeah. It's for the Patriots? For the Patriots, yeah. yeah. The Houston Texans there at home. You know, even if they do say that the Patriots are sick, cough, cough, whatever, those are excuses. Tom Brady, although he hasn't looked stellar this season, still gets the ball done. They still get it done. And they rely on that defense. And that defense and Deshaun Watson, that defense, Deshaun Watson is going to have to figure out what they're going to do to stop that rush of the Patriots. Now, you know, some people have worked it out before, obviously, Baltimore, but uh, Houston is not Baltimore. No. So we'll, we move on to the last game, which is the Monday night Ooh, game. game. Minnesota Vikings, Seattle Seahawks. Seattle favored by three points in this one, and this is possibly one of the best games of the week. Um, 50 points is the over-under, so everyone's thinking this is going to be a big one. Don't know what the weather is going to be like in Seattle, but uh, you know, obviously when you have a bit rain and really cold in the oh, Pacific Northwest, it could be miserable. So Seattle Seahawks favored by three in this one. Ooh, I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. I kind of see a little upset, sneaky upset. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins had a really good primetime game last time he was on. I think he's going to continue that. He's playing really well this year. Yeah. I think I think he's just gone under the radar because now now he's no longer the highest paid quarterback. And all these people have passed him. People have just stopped. Um, ragging on him so much. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cooks looks fantastic. And I think Seattle's just do, uh, like, even though they played Philly and they won, they did not look that impressive last week. No. Uh, they didn't move, like, Rashad Perry at 100, 100 yards for the first time. Uh, but I actually just really like Minnesota. I, I wonder if Thielen will be back. Probably not. But I just think they got a good defense. They're a good team. And Seattle's due for a letdown game. So I'm yeah. going to go Minnesota to win this 24-21. Uh, to 21. 
24-21. Yeah, I've got this one. I've got Minnesota winning this one. 24-23. Uh, very close game. Uh, but this is going to be an exciting game, I think. It, Minnesota, it, this is going to what people are going to want to see in terms of the playoffs. You know, these are two teams that we, you know, everyone wants to know. Okay, what if it goes down, what's it going to go down like? And this is going to be a great playoff game. Unfortunately for us, on at 1.15 in yeah. the morning on a yeah. Tuesday. No, thank you. Uh, we do have lots of DraftKings pools. If you want to join our DraftKings pools, also get 10% off Fanatics using our promo code Ooh. NFL in London 10. NFL London 10, sorry. And, uh, yeah, what are you guys doing for some of the games? We'll be watching some of the games this week. Might be in Princess Alex, which is in uh, Crouch End. Great pub. Open at 1 a.m. and has lots of TVs and lots of NFL action. Of course, the Premier League does screw over some of the NFL fans. They do this by putting the games on at 4.30. means they don't end until 6.30 so that NFL fans get mm -hmm. shafted with 30 minutes of crap. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's it for our Week 13 review. We'll be back with our Week 13... Or Sorry, well, that's our preview. preview. We'll be back with a review next week. Good luck to everyone on your bets, and have a good week in the NFL.